welcome back to the podcast everyone thank you as per usual for your likes and your comments um especially the podcast over on instagram that called us out (laughs) for our views on dracula do you know what though fair on them if they like the film i am so happy that people do like that film i just can't bring myself to like it yeah i just like it's i just can't like it's fine that other people like it but i just particularly don't like it that much yeah i'm more disappointed that we don't like it yeah do you know what i mean yeah because like Like, i i wanted to like it yeah because everybody so badly wanted to like the film because everyone else is like oh it's such a classic like you gotta see it and i was just like yeah i'm ready and then i watched it and i was like i don't like it and it's sad but um we thought what better film (laughs) (laughs) oh shit my mic when i laughed then it was like in red it was like please don't go any higher than this (laughs) we thought the most amazing film to uh continue or to do next after dracula the 1992 bram stoker adaptation um would be <laughs> twilight but uh, directed by uh i think it's Catherine. is it Catherine hardwick God. i think that's her name i don't know i um, think it is Catherine hardwick or is, is it is he the you said direct Catherine hard yeah directed and, yeah Catherine hardwick hard yeah Catherine hardwick i was like is he the Catherine or christine like it's it's either one yeah um now i just want to say uh my parents are so noisy when they go to the bathroom so i apologize if you can hear that um basically i just want to say uh yes in the year 2008 when i was 12 years old um did i think it was cool to hate on this film and think it was the shittest thing in existence but then i would still go and see every single film that came out apart from breaking dawn part two i didn't i've never watched that um i know what happens but i i i just i've never seen it do um was i that bitch yes do i think now that it's actually a pretty okay film yes do i understand that it's mormon propaganda and also side note uh slightly racist side note slightly creepy yes (laughs) (laughs) no listen this was this was my book like my in middle school i was 14 and i was so upset that i couldn't see this in theaters when it came out like i asked my parents so much like can i go can like can you take me see twilight and they were mm. like no just wait till it's on no. dvd and then later on i was like thank god i waited until it was on dvd but anyway i was so into this book and like this movie when mm-hmm. i was younger like little obsession with vampire me was like this is top tier vampire like fiction right here yeah it's look why what i dislike about the movie is what i love about the movie simultaneously i i hate the fact that that it's mormon propaganda and stephanie meyer is a uh racist pig i hate it but I also find it fucking hilarious at the same time that how obvious it is. Like, now I know. See, I was late with all that. I didn't, like, I mean, maybe it's because I just 
dropped off like the fan like out of the fandom after the fourth book came out um cause i didn't because i never read the fourth book i never saw i oh on... it's a ride it's a ride i'm trying to remember if i even saw eclipse like i know i saw a new moon but i can't remember if i even saw eclipse because if like i'm honestly since we watched the we watched the first one for this week's episode i'm going to watch the rest of them probably this week oh yeah because like to see if i even saw eclipse um but i know for sure i have never i never seen breaking dawn either like first or second part um and i didn't read the book but i know what happens too though i know she has like the kid and everything she like the kid like breaks her back or something she dies during childbirth and then they turn her and you know all that so i know about that and then jacob wants to be creepy and imprint on a baby and it's like yeah we don't yeah. talk about that look no way you can look around the fact that jacob black imprints on a baby you can you you could spin it however you want it is still a grown-ass boy imprinting on a fetus. 18 year old boy freshly, a freshly birthed fetus and he's just like um, mm. but in the book it was it was i remember it was like i looked into the baby's the feet like it, it, i think he called it the thing he didn't even <laughs> like it he fucking hated renesme like when it was in the womb like because obviously bella was dying from it so like he hated it he was thinking of ways like when basically in the book the climactic of jacob's part which is part two of the book it's when bella dies and I remember, like, as dramatic books go, it was like, as when her heart stopped beating, I heard a cry from downstairs. Downstairs. And it was like... Because basically, uh, Rosalie, it's the first fucking time Rosalie shows an inkling of respect towards Bella. Like, because the entire book series, she's given Bella two instances where she gives her respect one is on her wedding day when she does her makeup and her hair Mm -hmm. like she she volunteers to do it because she wants bella to look beautiful which i was like okay okay rosalie and the second time is when because basically edward ends their honeymoon when he finds out that bella's pregnant and goes we're going back we're gonna get we're gonna get this thing out of you like edward 100 percent does not want this kid she calls Rosalie and she's like, Rosalie, uh, I gotta tell to you. And that's when Bella's like part finishes and then it goes on to Jacob. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jake, but like Jacob basically, Rosalie takes the ba- Renesmee out of the room when it, it comes out of Bella. Like she no longer gives a shit about Bella again. She's like all for this baby. Because mm-hmm. Rosalie's always wanted to be a mother. Like always wanted that. Rosalie's downstairs like giving it all the love and attention in the world and Jacob comes downstairs and he's thinking of ways how he could disarm Rosalie long enough to tear the baby apart what is this book and he is full on thinking like I could disarm this one vampire like for five seconds and kill the baby I could fully do that like he's full on thinking it and then he basically Rosalie lifts it the baby in the air like ah look at the baby um and jacob looks at the baby and he's about to turn into a werewolf and shred this baby apart and then he looks at the baby's eyes and because it's got bella's eyes that's when he imprints on the baby i hate it because it (laughs) 
because it has Bella's eyes. He doesn't even love the baby because it's the baby. He loves the baby because it looks like Bella. I hate it. I hate it. It's it's disturbing. It's weird. But we Not ate it for up. Me. We ate this book. Not for, <laughs> Not for me. This is so. When I was reading this book, I was reading it with my friend. Uh, we bought books together, like we went halvesies, and sh- I we would take turns in who mm-hmm. gets to read it first, and we would swap them around. And so I read it, and she was rereading Eclipse, and she was super ready, like she was ready for this book. I read it in two days. Bear in mind, it's like a seven hundred and fifty word pe- it's but page book. It's massive. I read that thing in two days because I was like, I want this out of my life now. <laughs> I, I want it away. I don't want it. And so I read it in two days. And when I gave it to her, she was like, was it good? Like, is it a good book? And I was like, it's fucking questionable. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking questionable. Because like I was, I was giving you those voice notes earlier on about how literally there's in Jacob's section of the book, he goes to see, because it, there's a, basically the part of, the treaty between the Cullens and the um, the tribe. I can't remember the, the name of the tribe that Jacob's part of. But um, uh, basically part of the treaty is that they can never turn a vampire, a, a human into a vampire on that territory. Otherwise the treaty's broken and the werewolves can attack the Cullens. That's basically the treaty. Mm. They think because Bella's been... Like no one's heard from Bella in like three weeks is because they've secretly turned her into a vampire. So Jacob's full on, he goes up to this house and he's like, the fuck is happening? Sees Bella pregnant and Edward's like, can I can I talk to you outside, bruh? <laughs> and, bruh. Um, and he's basically instantly says, no, I know the pregnancy is, I don't want her to be pregnant. I want her to get rid of the, the, the baby. Wait, Edward said this? Um, Edward is straight up Ooh. up for abortion. He he straight up wants his baby gone. Um and he says to Jacob like I know you love my wife. How about this scenario? We get Bella to agree to get an abortion on the terms that when she's healed from it and you know all that shenanigans, she can straight up have sex with you, get pregnant again, have a baby then we'll turn her and she will technically be a mother that's wild and jacob this is where i'm just like this is where the story for me gets a little bit no like mm, no is when jacob hears this this thing that you know this this the baby oh here's my wife yeah no no straight up just like here's my wife fuck her if you want um he then imagines Bella naked and him going down on her. Like how that's what's old hinted. are they? Oh, how old are they at this point? Are they like eighteen, nineteen? So Be- Bella's Bella's eighteen, and I think Jacob's seventeen by this point. This is too much. <laughs> I can't remember if he was seventeen or eighteen. I honestly cannot remember. But I remember he is younger than Bella. And but remember, Edward can hear people's voices so he straight up straight up he heard this boy think about going down on his wife and he was like yeah that's fine i just want this baby gone 
okay, but that that's in the fourth book. We're talking about the first film. I know that's which, that's a lot. Oh, and the second part I won't even go into because it's just See, this is It's an adventure. This is stirring things up because not even gonna lie, like I so I watched the first one like last year, like during the summer because I was it was one of those moments where I was bored and I didn't have I didn't know what to watch and I was like, you know what? I'm going to rewatch like all these like movies. I, like I was I had like started watching um Hunger Games and then I think I was going to try to watch Maze Runner again and then I went and rented Twilight all of the Twilights and I was going to rewatch them. I never made it past the first one. I was like I don't want to watch this anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> um but rewatching this one like watching for the third cuz I'm pretty sure this is my third time seeing it cuz I saw it when it came out on DVD, and then I saw it last year, and, I, and then I watched it for their time today. Um, I am really tempted to rent the books now, and just reread the books. And I, also, can I ask when when did you read the books? Could you like have a vivid like like memory of these books? Uh, and I cannot remember a I single read, thing. I just have a memory like that. I I have I just have a memory like that. That if I read a book, I can remember the details like like that but um i last read the books when i was about well when when breaking that when, whenever uh whenever breaking dawn i think that was like high school for me like i think i was like probably middle of high school wait let me let me just quickly google that because i'm generally curious because i got it literally as soon as it came out um i mean i did too and i think i was breaking in high school dawn book Oh, it, it no, sorry. Then it that's not how it, I must have got it way later because it came out in two thousand and eight. I think I got it. Wait, 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 wait. The four, the Breaking Dawn. So the book came out the same year the first film came out. Stop. What? Yeah. That, Why I'm, do I'm I remember about that. it coming out later? No, so these I, books I, are I old. Yeah, these books are old. No, do you know what must have happened? Is because I think eclipse was just coming out the film eclipse was just about to come out and i remember me and my friend had already read eclipse uh-huh. so we got breaking dawn i'm just that's how i did it so that was whenever eclipse hang on when did the when did eclipse when did out? okay no i want to know when did the first book come out that's what i want to know when the first book. one came out <laughs> twilight book 2005 that was uh by the way that's that is fast writing can i just say so twilight is like a 450 page book i think new new moon's about 500 nearly 600 pages eclipse around the same and then breaking dawn was about 700 to 800 pages she wrote all that in three years no wonder uh, that's a lot that's a lot Oh. That's a lot of writing. Like you gotta admit, at least the woman could fucking write fast. Jesus Christ! No, um, I mean she can write it's... fast, but it, it doesn't mean it's, it's good. It's not, it's not great. No, it's not great. Uh, it's not great. Um, two thousand ten eclipse came out, so that makes sense. That actually does make a lot of sense. Maybe, I think I got it. Maybe I. Maybe I was just no, because I remember. I think I read. I think I read the first book in two thousand seven, maybe or two thousand eight. I remember everybody like in my grade was like talking about this book and like this movie and everything. Everyone was hyped mm-hmm. for it. And I think I read the first one around the time, like 2007, maybe even when the first movie was announced. And I, maybe that's the reason why I like read it. Cause I was like, I want to read it before I see the movie. 
Um, and then I continued mm-hmm. just to read them. And then I read Breaking Dawn. But I remember I was in high school. So I probably was freshman, sophomore year of high school then when I read it. And then I read like a chapter and then I was like, I don't want to read this anymore. Like I spent money, got the hardcover and everything. <gasps> I had the hardcover too. <laughs> and read one chapter and it was just like, nope, not even feeling this anymore and stopped. I think because I remember, I think I straight up remember me and my friend just saying like, "It's the last book. We might as well go big or go home and just get the hardcover." And then we both ended up reading it. Like she read it after me, and and I, she was like, "I wish we got the paperback. It would have been half the price." Right. Um. I think also I feel, I want to say I feel like the part of me reason why I didn't read the whole thing was because everyone else. It was one of those things. Like I was saying, like I feel like people exaggerate with this movie, like. So, like, hearing people say, like, this movie is bad or the books are bad, I think, is what made me not want to read it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. everyone has kept saying, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so bad. Like, I know this... what you mean. And, um, and like I said, just read, like, yes, I understand this movie, the the acting and the, um, the dialogue is really awkward and cringy. But, the like I said, take that all away and just look at the plot. It's not... And if we bring... Edward's age down and you know closer to 17 and not 110 or whatever he is um it's not a bad like kind of like I said like no, I uh I agree I it's agree not, it's actually an okay plot yeah like because I'm saying like I'm pretty sure like I've read like a watered down like version of this kind of same plot as a fanfic and it was and I I loved it or something but it's like I don't think the I don't think it's like that bad. It's just the acting and the dialogue is what messed it up because they made this. I, they made Bella Kristen Stewart. I feel so bad because like after she did this and like people just made fun of her so badly. I feel like it's I don't know. I feel like people were saying like it took her a long time to even get parts or something. Yeah, so she did a lot of indie films after Twilight. For a while, because people. I remember she. I remember she was. I know she did a Joan Jet. I remember like that she one. A, she did something. Um, it was like an amusement park. I think it was like Jesse Eisenberg was in it. I think. Yeah, that was good. That I was didn't good. see that. Um, um Adventureland. I think yeah, so she did that, but I feel like. But a lot of people yeah. didn't want to give her a chance because they saw her in Twilight and she was. So I feel like that happened to Robert Patterson as well. Oh yes, it did too. Like, well, I mean, uh, when did Harry Potter come out? Like Goblet of Fire, because he was he Cedric Diggory in that. Huh? It had to been, but it had to been before Twilight because if the first movie came out, I think like two thousand or two thousand one, and I think they did like every year. Two thousand and five. Yeah. So 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 yeah. The year the year the first Twilight book came out, he was in Harry Potter. I was so sad. (laughs) <laughs> he died. So sad. I, but I feel I feel like this is the problem. Like, so people say that Kristen Stewart's a bad actress. I would a hundred percent disagree with you. Um, Kristen Stewart was told to act like that. So if anything, she's a fucking good actress because she made you believe that that's the way she acts. That, yeah, that's the way that she acts. You fool, hundred percent believe that this woman. This amazing, stunning woman who is fucking hot now, I might just add. 
and a raging lesbian, which wasn't surprising. You're literally, you're literally saying she's a good actress then because you genuinely think that she's a bad one. And I feel like with Robert Patterson, I feel like Twilight, if anything, just broke him. He hated the series. Oh, despised it. This man hated it. I heard like in interviews, he was just not having it. I've never watched interviews with him for this movie or these movies in Even general. It, oh, I don't know if they have it on like what you got to find it because I used to own the DVD and on the DVD it was a two disc and the second disc was a commentary version of the film. Uh-huh. So it was Kristen Stewart, Catherine Hardwick, the director and Robert Patterson speaking alongside the film. And if anything, that made makes the film a thousand times better. I need to watch because that. It's amazing because like Christian Stewart, she she does like some funny stuff like in it. She says some funny things, but Robert Patterson, he midway is eating a cheeseburger. He is midway like slurping on a slushy, and he is like full on having taking the actual piss out the film, not out of like the filming style. He he actually says, "Oh, I love this shot, Catherine." Like, and Catherine's like, yeah, I really love this shot. And they're, they're, they, but the actual characters and how they act, he rips it to shreds. Like, I need to find so this commentary. Funny. There's, there's a bit where, you know, the I think it was the baseball scene. Clearly, Jasper, CGI. It, it, Robert Patterson said that that whole scene was CGI and it was actually him doing it. And then they put Jasper's actor over it. So that it was actually Robert Patterson. And I don't know if that was in the commentary thing or he did it in an interview later on. And apparently Catherine Hardwick was just like, no, it was him. Uh, Like, it wasn't Robert. It was the actor for Jasper. And I full on love it because Robert Patterson... But I feel like the hatred for the series came after... No, it was during, because I remember that suddenly these, the actors suddenly went from like, in interviews being quite conservative, quite like, eh, yeah, to suddenly Anna Kendrick in part two, Breaking Dawn part two's interview, she literally said that, because she did another, I think she did Pitch Perfect then or something, she did another film, and someone was asking her like, oh, you have, you know, what you know you're looking forward to breaking dawn part two she goes yeah because i'm not in it and then she was like full on like happy not being in the film <laughs> like and everyone like you know robert patterson obviously but then christian stewart she was like as soon as that part came out and they did the press for it she anytime anyone ever asked her about twilight she would rip it to shreds like hated it because they were contracted to literally legally they were unable to get out of the contracts that's that's why they did all the films because they legally couldn't not do it Ah, okay so it's a bit like supernatural (laughs) oh jesus christ this whole it's always good it's all about that but no um basically I, i i feel like it's kind of just go through the film but basically if you don't know what twilight is if you're the type of person who's like i never want to watch this film in my life and don't actually know what it's about other than what you've seen through memes um it's like (laughs) grab a glass of wine (laughs) because grab a glass of wine or two and basically twilight is a film a series a saga if you will based on the books by stephanie Meyer, and it follows 
Isabella or Bella Swan, who basically, uh, she, at the beginning of the, of the film, introduces that she is going to move back to this little town called Forks in uh, Seattle. Or is it Seattle? Uh, Washington. Washington, yeah. It's near Seattle, though. I think I've Googled that once. It's like two hours away from Seattle or some shit. And she is going to live there with her father, who she's only really ever, since her parents' divorce, like, stays there for two weeks every summer, like, vacation. Like, she just stays there for two weeks and leaves. Like, so she doesn't have that good of a relationship but the reason why she's doing that is because her mom and her new husband who's a baseball player are gonna travel and because bella's still in high school she kind of has to go to a high school and obviously she needs a guardian so she goes to live with charlie her dad by the way i fucking love charlie swan he is the, the only, only character we should care about <laughs> uh... the only cop that i will not hate Hashtag Team Charlie. Hashtag Team Charlie. He deserved better. They did that man dirty too. <laughs> this whole they did that man so fucking dirty. This whole this is like the like I said the more I think about this whole series is just I, I'm just gonna agree. Um, but yeah, so Bella, she's a bit of an awkward kiddo. Was it? What did I say? I said that she would be the kid that people make fun of. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, but then she. Would... I don't know. Like she'll have friends, but she will also be the kid of people like the the jocks and like the um preppy kids will make fun of. Oh, hundred percent. Especially if they actually dressed her like she was dressed in the books. I don't know. Straight up her straight eyes. up, this woman wore khaki skirts and like bit grown man jumpers, like knitted jumpers, old man jumpers if you will. Uh, or she wore like sh- like man's shorts like so like baggy ass shorts things like that so this girl would straight up get bullied but i mean the movie was it was a smidge like a little bit better like just a little bit I... oh yeah she dressed way better in that film like... than in the books there was questionable moments uh what was the mo- I think her best outfit actually was. Um, I feel like the baseball one. Like she wore like a, that cute jacket. Yeah, like a coat. but also, but also when she was wearing the black one with the white kind of knitted. I must. I missed that one. Cause I'm trying to remember. It. And she was wearing like green jeans, like dark green jeans and boots, and actually it looked okay. But apart from that, this poor girl. Someone please help. Can, Alice, can, get can, in there and help her dress. <laughs> oh, mate, that's another thing about Breaking Dawn is that basically for their honey- honeymoon, Alice packs Bella's suitcase and it's literally just silk lingerie. That's all that's in there. Yes, Alice. It's, <laughs> it's, sil- it's silk lingerie and um, like day dresses, like pretty day dresses. Like a nice light dress, and that's it. And Bella's just like, "Where's the cucky shorts?" And I'm like, "Burnt, Bella. They're a light. <laughs> Alice they are burning burnt them. <laughs> Alice scorched them under the sun. She got a magnifying glass, and she was there. But yeah, so Bella. One of the things about this that I don't really understand, because obviously Kristen Stewart's pretty, but like. Bella as a character was meant to be this very average, pl- 
plain Jane yeah. vibe. Like, in the book, she literally says she's not too big, she's not too small, she's just, you know, slim, but not too slim, kind of mid-range. mid, mid range. She, uh, you know, was very br- dark brown hair, dark brown eyes, you know, she's very pale, but she she's not pretty... But then I feel like that's self-confidence on Bella's part because the entire premise of the Twilight Saga is Bella wants to become a vampire so she can call herself beautiful. (laughs) Which someone pointed out, right? Someone pointed out, going back to Mormon propaganda, um, that Carlisle in this Mormon propaganda theory is the church, like the Mormon church. And that if you join the Mormon church, you are then the best form of a human being right Mm. you are this gracious being because you're closer to god and then they said that's kind of the same thing with the vampire thing you go from this boring dull human to this gorgeous being because carlisle the the cult leader is you know turning people into vampires or turning people into good mormons but um yeah so (laughs) But Bella, basically, I don't understand why everyone is pining for Bella. Yeah, she is is literally the most average, like, not to be mean, nothing special about her. And everyone's like, I want to bone you. Girl. I want to straight up be in your cocky knickers. Like, literally, she didn't even step foot in the school. And this dude's like, hey, you're Isabella Swan. Like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, you don't know every single person in this day going school. I know it's a small town because she was like, it's 3,000 people. Like, it was like 3,120 people in the town. And I'm like, okay, the school probably isn't that big. But still, how do you? Yeah. And it's it's like they're infatuated by her as if she's this shiny new object, like, and I'm just like, I mean, not to be a bitch, but Jess is hot as shit. Why is no, why did Mike have to literally be told by Bella to ask Jess out to prom? Even the other girl was good looking. He, yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. But everyone that was like, at all. Bella is hot. Like, that girl. Like, even to the extent, literally, on her first fucking day. In the lunchroom, that guy came up and kissed her cheek and ran away. Yeah, I would be like, the fuck is your problem? Like, what are you I'm doing? like, who the fuck are you? I don't know who you are. I don't know who who are you. Why are you all been my business? And why is everyone acting like I'm your girlfriend? Like, fuck off. And then you can tell Jess is, like, agreeing with what we're saying. She's like, Bella's nothing fucking special. Like, mm-hmm. like, she- like why have I been chasing after Mike for two years? of high school life when i'm right fucking here it's like like or it's just like i've been here for two years but fucking edward didn't even give me like two looks i liked the fact when they said that he was smiling and i remember in midnight sun uh my friend said in that scene he's literally because in jess's head it's more like I'm hot as shit. How come this guy is not paying me any mind? And why is Bella like suddenly so curious? And she's like, she's not even that pretty. Like he wouldn't look at her. So he, that's why he's smiling. But like in Midnight Sun, it was more like Edward then had a look at Bella and thought, nah, she cute. 
and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the fuck? Because, like, my friend has the book. My roommate has the book. So she, just, she gives me updates. She's just like, um, I just finished an 85-page monologue uh, that <laughs> he just wants to eat her for 85 pages. Like, how do you just explain that you want to eat someone for 85 pages? It literally went, she went, so if I could do it page by page, it literally went in this pattern. I want to eat her couple of pages couple of pages no i shouldn't eat her because i gotta i gotta go by carlisle's rules for a couple more pages and then it was but what if i do get to know her that'll be pretty cool but then it was wait a minute you're a vampire and then repeat this lady just wanted a book outlet she's like i'm gonna just ramble on for like 20 you know forever i just need a book Mm -hmm. i'm running out of money that's essentially what it was um but yeah, so Bella's like settling in and then so she's like asking Jess and I can't remember I can't remember the other girl's name. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. She's she's nice anyway. She's a sweetie. Um but she's like asking about the school. She like you know, one of them works for the the school paper and gives them like insights uh to what you could talk about in a school paper and then suddenly the fucking cullens come in and she's like who are they <laughs> and who are those and very dramatically as if two by two of noah's ark these bitches come in jess is like that's rosalie and Emmett. they're like married or some shit I don't know. in the book so they are fully married Oh jeez. Like they are four hundred percent marriage. And also in the books, and I don't think they they did it for the films, but in the books, because Jasper and Rosalie are the only ones with like really nice blonde hair, they made out that they were actually biological siblings. So they were Jasper and Rosalie Hale, but they were foster kids of of the Cullens. So they weren't even Cullens, they were the Hales. I suppose that was so that people couldn't ship them together. I don't know. Um, But then, like, and then Alice and uh, Jasper come in. And they're like, Alice is fucking weird. (laughs) I mean, okay, not gonna lie. There's some scenes I was just like, girl, tone it down a little bit. But yeah, I was like, "Mm." I mean, I feel like she gets better if I love Alice. I love Alice. I mean, she's a good character. Although she... She is a, uh, what's it called? A Confederate soldier sympathizer because she marries one. Listen. Which I find <laughs> so funny. I remember, I think it was you who I first told. I was like, yo, and like, when when these movies came out, people were like, Team Jacob, Team Edward. And I was like, Team Jasper. And you're like, do you, did you, do you know he's like with the Confederate? And I was, and I was like, come again. <laughs> Literally, in Eclipse, there's a whole section where he talks about being in the Confederate army. In the book? Army. In the book. Okay, see, I that I must have missed it or forgot. Because, listen, this whole time, I've been like, Team Jasper, like, that's my man. And then you're just like, he's a Confederate soldier. And I'm just like, oh! <laughs> yeah, and there was like, a, there's actually, I, I can't remember fully... But there was actually a bit where he was like, uh, yeah, I was on the other side. like, mm. And that hinted that he was a confederate. 
And Bella was like, okay, that was all in the past. I was like, Bella. It's like, <laughs> and that's when I went team Edward. <laughs> but then Edward is a, a, a vampire pedophile. I don't know. I what don't would you call him. I don't under. So I, they like, because he explains why he keeps staying at high schools is because he said that since he, they look so young, that is better because they can stay in the same area for a long period a of time. Longer. But I mean, like, go to, you can go to like a big city probably and go to college and stay there for a bit and then move on. I mean, maybe Carlisle, he probably couldn't be a doctor, especially if he's like, a, he probably couldn't do that. But, um, well, that's the excuse that Edward uses in New Moon at first. He's when they when he leaves Bella, he's like, "Oh, people have started to notice that Carlisle hasn't aged." But the thing is, it feels like they only been there for a little bit because uh, was it Jessica said that they had just moved there like a couple years ago? They're juniors. Yeah. So so yeah, it's like they're juniors at the time in Twilight. So that means they literally moved. They moved there two years ago. Uh, so it means by the end of but like this new moon, they're seniors. So it's literally three years. Carl, I was, yeah, Carla is not gonna look different in three years. But so I also st- feel like <laughs> I also feel like th- that they don't really explain what Kyle. Right. So there's obviously good looking. 40 year olds that don't look 40 so like is carlisle the good side of 40 as they say or like is he the rough side of 40 like i need to know if carlisle is like this you know doctor that people he says he's 40 and then also like in his mid to late 30s and people are like okay fair enough so after a couple of years they're like a forty-year-old by now would at least have some wrinkles. May I don't know. Maybe he said he's thirty-something. I can't remember. I can't remember how old they said that Carlisle was in the books because I think they did actually say how old he was. Also, Carlisle's a little bit sketchy. So, gonna go on another rant. This is what I remember from the books, and I remember some TikToks talking about it. Is that basically he knew Esme when she was like seven, and he was already a vampire. Stop. Stephanie Mayer, are you okay? I don't know. I think she's. I think she's a little bit. Girl, you need to start with these pedophile characters. So he knew her because he looked after her because he's a doctor. All that shenanigans. Then I think the reason why he turns her is because he sees her again when she's in her twenties or something, and she's just lost her son. And I think she's she thinks she lost it in birth, like sort of thing. And she was like in a bad way, so he turned her. But then I think in the books it kind of said that like he recognized who she was and was like excited to see her again. And I was like, you're telling me he was excited to see the person that he last saw that he when she was seven ish. Again, Stephanie Mayer, are you okay? Uh, Emmett was eaten by bears. And Rosalie got very upset by that, and so she turned him into a vampy. The only story that I find remotely like fair enough for turning them into vampires, sort of, was Rosalie's story, which was that she was gonna marry this aristocrat kind of guy, and one night on her way home, because like she was like his fiance, one night coming home, like all of his friends were drunk and they raped her in an alley, and beat her nearly to death. What? 
Yeah. Rosalie went through some shit, okay? Like, Rosalie Hale, kind of an icon. Um, And so Carlisle found her bleeding body and turned her because he realised what happened and he felt sympathetic. So he turned her and then Rosalie wore the wedding dress she was supposed to wear for this wedding, went to the guy's, her fiancé's house in her wedding dress in with his friend's blood that also raped her all over it and murdered him. Beautiful. 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 Revenge. Revenge. <laughs> um, I want to say, Ed- Edwards wasn't too bad either. He was just, he had Spanish, like, influenza. Yeah, but I feel like, okay, fair enough, Carlisle. You felt sympathetic to this one kid, this one 17-year-old boy. But if you felt sympathetic towards him, what about other people? Yeah, why was what, he, like, what the made one? made him so special? What made him yeah. the chosen? I don't know. It was a bit weird. Emmett was just because Rosalie was lonely. Um, what was Alice's story? No, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Just before I go on to Alice, because Alice's is fucked up, okay? Um... Basically, uh, Rosalie, when she was alive, she had a friend who had a baby. And the baby was dark, lovely, curly hair and very cute. And that, because Rosalie always wants to be a mum. Like, that's what she wanted. She wanted to have beautiful babies. That was her life. When she saw Emmett being mauled by a bear, she was like, he had the same curly hair. And he had the... So it's implied... That Emmett was the little boy. I don't... I, I have no words for this this whole series anymore. Because <laughs> the more you talk about it, the more I'm just like... Who... This was like this, this was a kid... Well, this is like a teen Young book. adult. Yeah. Or was it a young adult or teens? I, I, I was watching... But young, young adult... Young adult is essentially anything from 16 and up. Like, that's what young adult is, really. But um, I don't. What was it? It was. Alice... It's just the. Was I was thinking about this because I was watching. Um, was it Nathan Zed's video? He just came out with a, mo- a video about uh, dystopia movies and how like we don't have any anymore. Um, and he was saying like how like we were so into these movies where it was like kids are like just dying because yeah. like Hunger Games was. Kids oh, were being yeah. murdered. Maze Runner, kids being like t- doing a weird experiment with the maze, and they were dying in the maze and stuff. I he brought up a um Divergent. I never saw that, so I don't even know what that's about. Yeah, I heard that was trash, so I didn't even bother watching it. But it's just like these. Looking at Twilight now, it's just it's these backstories for their characters is just yeah. Because Alice's is actually kind of sad, so. She was in an insane asylum and she because she could see the future. So she could see the future even before she became a vampire. Oh, okay. And basically a janitor there would go to her cell every night. Because remember back then it was like a prison sentence to be in an asylum. So he went to her every night and they would play a game. Like she would have to guess where he had put the pin or like where he had put some, something somewhere. And... One night he was like, I'm gonna get you out of here, etc. etc. Um, be ready to leave at this time. He let her out, and then it turns out he's a vampire and bites her and just leaves her. Oh, so now she's 
a vampy all on her own. But she has a vision to say that if she goes and finds Jasper, them together would go and see to find the Cullens and they would join the Cullens together. And that's what apparently made her less of a newborn, like craving human blood. Mm-hmm. She was she she was actually quite controlled-ish because she had the premonition to tell her if she went here, everything would be fine. Interesting. And so that's what she did. Yeah, I don't remember any but, um, of this from the books. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think Alice's story came out after the books were published. Like Stephanie Mayer basically did like a little oh, short. Oh, okay. Like a little short for it, and and came out with it. But or 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 it was explained in Midnight Sun. I can't remember. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> the the Cullens are like introduced, and Edward comes in, and he's all slouchy, and like Bella's instantly like. Ugh. What a hottie! So hot! What a hottie! And they ha- they have like a staring competition in the in the cafeteria. And this is the funniest scene to me. The next scene is this the the science room. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I paused that scene like several times because I couldn't stop laughing at his face. Like he looked like oh, it was great. Oh my! God. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea to do that. I I can't remember how to the book that was, but I remember like watching it for the first time and going, "Oh my god, this guy straight up just said that this woman stank." <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting there like, sniffing her clothes like that was. Like- I felt kind of bad for her though. I was like, "Oh, imagine thinking that you smell like." That must be horrible. She's like sitting there smelling herself, making sure she put deodorant on and everything. Like, did I, did I shower correctly? You know, this man looks like he about to pass out from the funk. Oh yeah, straight up. And then as soon as the bell goes, he's out. He just dips, and then he's gone for like two days after that. He was gone for in the books though. He was gone for nearly three weeks. She smelled that bad that this man had to take a break from school. It was it was bad, but like so she goes on this little like sadness train that she's like and he left, and he was not there for two, for two three days like he was gone, and it's like, you know, she's getting used to being in in Forks and all that, and uh, in the meantime, by the way, she meets Jacob and they used to be friends like when they were little babies, um and stuff and he's all like bashful because he's like oh, she's so cute again another uh, right okay like jacob is is kind of said to be cute in the books as well like because like taylor lautner is an attractive guy like i remember it, it, it it's just baffles me that everyone wants to fuck bella like i just don't get it even a hot dude like jacob okay. wants to do her Oh, okay, I was have like listen when I was younger, I did not find Jacob hot at all. <laughs> I mean, I didn't find Edward hot at all either. It was literally just Jasper, and Jasper looked like he's in pain. So I, I'm questioning. My Look, we already know what Roger thinks of the situation, and I, I still think it's kind of iconic. Oh my goodness! It's like, I am. Is like you, you just saying? Me and Charlie were discussing that I would be that bitch who would fall for like a vampire in a in a high school falling in love with me, and he was like, "Yeah, I could see that." Like, okay, <laughs> like yeah, I could see you being the dumb bitch that dates Edward. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, Roger. Like, God dang. I mean, that's... Um, <laughs> it's true, though. Not even gonna lie. Listen, listen, my... Shoot, when I was younger, fancy right there was vampire. Like, if they were real, I'll be the one that dates them. 100%. Like, they roll up in that school, and I'd be like, God damn, you mm. can bite me any day. <laughs> but, like, so, Bella gets all sad about it, and she's, like, you know, getting on with her life at school, and she hangs out with everyone, and, you know, she's getting some friends, she's hanging out with Charlie, like, they go to the diner pretty much every night to eat dinner, and then all of a sudden, he's back Oh, he is there. And acts like nothing the- happened. Like acts like nothing fucking happened, but meanwhile there's like a there's like a cut that it introduces the fact that there is some bad vampires around. Um, this, this there's a dude that gets attacked by three vampires, and you're like, oh okay, there's some evil vampires about, I guess. Can I, I just I understand that they're like these vampires that just travel anywhere, but why does this man not have a shirt? Well. And, this man well, can literally steal that, a that, shirt. That wasn't that scene. That was the second person. But I'm bringing it up now. I'm so upset that this man did not have a shirt. Like, he just dropped... The second person they kill, he just drops in shirtless. Meanwhile, Laurent has, like, a little... Like, those little collar things yeah, he, that they used to wear in, like, the he, 1800s. He, he has, has a like, full, a like, outfit on. Victoria, I think, has, like, a full outfit on. But James over here just has jeans... Sir, take your butt to the closest Walmart and steal a shirt. And steal something. Yeah, steal something, James. You can even, I don't know, before you kill the person, you be like, take your shirt off. And they take it off and you're like, thanks, and put it on and then kill them. But not, no, I think it was like, I think it was like fan service. Like, you gotta have a little, you know, shirtless hot man. The man's not even that hot. But at the time, a lot of people probably was like, that man's fucking fine. No, but yeah, they needed that shirtless scene with a hot man. But yeah, so that's happening in the in the background of the film is that there's three vampires, Laurent, Victoria, and James, and that they're like the atypical vampires. They eat humans. They hear the um, fuck shit up. They're here to fuck shit up. And the Cullens, I don't know, like they they don't do anything about it. They just vibing. <laughs> they just vibing. Um, but Jacob's dad is like on it though. Like he knows. Because remember when, like, it's after Bella find, like goes to Edward and says, I know you're a vampire. And it's that scene where Edward's like, I'm going to take you to my parents and drives away. And Bill- Billy Black, which is <laughs> Jacob's dad, like, stares him out in the motion car. scene where they both just eye each other as they drive past. And um, Billy's like, uh, yeah, so to Charlie, because obviously Charlie's a cop. It says, like, oh, is there anything else on, on that murder? Like, you know, the... the the animal attack and he eyes up Bella and says yeah because we don't want anyone else getting hurt do we and so he like full on lets her know that he, he knows mm-hmm. like he, he 100% knows and does Jacob but funny. I feel like Jacob doesn't know really I feel I feel like he like half plays that he knows but I think he doesn't yeah <sighs> like part of me wants like again I, it'll probably explain it late like in new moon stuff but watching this one it just makes me feel like that jacob just doesn't even know that he's about to be a werewolf like in two seconds yeah like he's just like clueless like everyone else around him is just like 
don't tell Jacob they were all werewolves. And then, like, the next scene, he just turns to one and he goes, oh, shit, what happened? And then you're like, son, have a seat. We're going to explain the history. I'm going to explain everything to you. After it um, happens. <laughs> so, Bella goes to the school and that's when she sees that Edward's back. And Edward is, like, playing it cool. A little bit too cool, um, if you ask me. They're having a little science um, moment. Yeah, which actually was a cool... I liked that scene, actually, because he was like, can I check? And then she's like, yeah. And then she's like, can I check? Um, and then they have, and, have a little moment in the hallway. What, right, okay. This is this is where I would be like, it's none of your fucking business, my dude. Right, so he is like asking her 35 questions about her life. Oh, like, yeah. He's like, why did you, why did you have you come to Forks? Like... If you live in somewhere so nice as, as uh, Ari- Phoenix, yeah, Arizona, Arizona, like why, why are you here? Like, the fuck? And he's like, oh, so you don't get on with your mum's husband? And she's like, no, no, it's not that. And like, he asks her quite personal questions for someone you don't know. Someone that literally just disappeared. Literally made it seem like yes, smell awful, and then disappears for like yeah, three I'd weeks. Be, I'd be like. I'd be like, excuse me, sir, like, this is, it's none of your fucking business. Like, it's, it's not your business. Like, I gotta go see you. Don't talk to me ever again. Yeah. And then she asks him a question and he's like, bye. He gets all offended. (laughs) She's like, I forgot what question she asked him. Oh, Oh, the context. his eyes to be, yeah. And then he's like, it, it's luminescence. And then he just leaves. Why are your eyes, like a few days ago, your eyes were black. Do you wear contacts? Because they're golden brown. The this is the, the fluorescent lights. Bye. And it dips. I on, honestly, I'd be like, okay, this guy's a bit of a fucking weirdo. I'm not talking to him anymore. And I think it's it's then like there's an instance. I it, I'm not gonna do the film detail by detail, but like over over like, I don't know, like a couple of weeks. I don't know. They go on a school trip. No, it's that day the fucking car the car scene. I don't utter. Okay, I, I assume that like obviously the kid is not drunk. Like he just lost control of the car. It's icy. Like because if you remember at the beginning of that day, that a few scenes prior, Bella slips on ice, and so it's indicated that there's ice. That's what I'm saying. I'm like it. It's like obviously he didn't. He wasn't drunk or anything. So it was. It was like a complete accident. I don't understand how Charlie is. I mean, I I get it. Your daughter almost died, but at the same time, it's like, dude, he's like, you don't, you lost your license. I think, I think they're trying to play off that Charlie is like trying to be this dad, like, like, sir, buddy, pal, you lost your license, and it's just like, it I don't was, think it that's was, how it works. Like, it was a legit accident. But also, she's it was legit an accident. She's fine though, even though if ever wasn't there, she'd be a pancake. But um, she's fine though. And then I like I just like how like she you know she knows something's going on at this point. She literally is like I saw this man put himself between me and a car, and then he just left a big old dent. I I I'm 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 there's something here, and he's just like I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, how did you put a dent in the car? First of all, how did you even get to me when you're on the opposite side of the parking lot? And he's like. I was right next to you, sir, sir, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you're a bad liar. Shut it. 
And then he's just... I love that he, he says, oh, it's ad- I had an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Like, I had an, how, she's like, how did you do it? Adrenaline rush. Adrenaline rush in my ass. Stop. You are the shittiest liar, Edward. Come on. She knows there's something up. Just this... And then, like, at, like, at that point, he just gave up. And he's like, no one's going to believe you. So, peace out. Yeah, and then he dips. Okay. Um... He just dips every single time. I'd be like, okay, I am not speaking to you. Like, you can fuck off. Like, I'm not speaking to you. Go away. Thank you for saving my life. I won't question it anymore. I think you're a vampire, but, you know, um, not going to question it anymore. Bye. And <laughs> and leave it there. <laughs> but, like, it just, it's just this man. Like I said, I said it, I messaged you earlier. It's like this man stalks her so much like edward shows up everywhere and then the one time jacob shows up she goes are you stalking me girl <laughs> this is like the second <laughs> time you've seen this kid and like since you've been here edward has been every place that you've been but the moment like you step foot on actual land that is owned by his tribe you're like are you stalking me no you were on his I love land. That he, I love that he. I love that he kind of just was like, "Bitch, you're on my res." Yeah. <laughs> like this is mine land. This is where I live. <laughs> you came to me. I love that one guy of that tribe when they were like, "Why can't the Cullens like you know what?" And he's like, "The Cullens don't come here." And it's like, and then literally the next scene, he's like, "She's like, oh, so what was that about? You know, about the Cullens." not coming here and jacob's like oh you caught that and i was like yes jacob i caught the fact that this dude turned around and went the collins don't come here and it's like the only only conversation going too i yeah jacob i caught that (laughs) it's not like this man whisper like the collins don't come here no he just literally yell collins don't come here (laughs) they don't fucking come here okay but yeah so I don't know. It it spans. It, they slowly get more close. Okay. But the entire time, Edward is like, oh, "You shouldn't be friends." This is this is Mina all over again. This man can't make up his. <laughs> we shouldn't be friends, really but I like the way you. It's s- fucking whiplash. It's like I like the way you smell, so let's be friends. But you know, I could kill you any minute, so I don't think we should be friends. But you are, for some reason, I think you are hot. But we shouldn't be friends, though. We shouldn't be. Uh... Edwards, please. Um, we we shouldn't do any of that together. But basically, it just over a span of time, and then basically prom is coming up, and Bella's not gonna go. She's not really into it. I think she said that she's gonna go see her mum. Yeah, it's like vacation in Florida. Like, like yeah, she was gonna take that prom time as a vacation to see her mum. Which actually, you know what? Fair on you, Bella. Yeah, because prom is nine well prom. Like at the time. When you're in high school, prom is great. But then later on in life, you're like, did I really spend $400 on a dress that I only wore once? Yes, you did. Yes, I I rented mine. I don't even remember I how much mine. mine was. Mine was, I don't, I think it was probably $200, $300. And I, I wore it a couple times, actually. I wore it to prom and I wore it somewhere else. But that was it. Oh, didn't you, you know, your ex, Ricky, didn't you wear it to his graduate? Like his no, prom? I bought a whole new dress. No, 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 uh, no, no. Shoot, I went to I went to junior prom twice, and then I went to I went to prom. Okay, I went to junior prom twice, and senior prom twice. 
So my my first junior prom, I wore like this teal dress, and it was kind of, not poofy, but it was like it had like that kind of like skirt kind of puffed out a little bit. Um, I wore that for my junior prom, and then you had a black. Yeah, and thing. then for my junior for my senior prom, I wore like this black dress, and I think it was like was it was just like on one sleeve. It had like gold chain like going around the collar, and I think it kind of showed my back a little bit. Um, and then I think, no, I think I wore that dress twice, and I think I wore it to his senior prom too, because I was like, I'm not trying to buy another dress, so I, I bought a new dress for his junior prom, but it was like a, a much cheaper dress. It was a simple like black dress. Um, honestly, I didn't, I don't even like when I look at pictures, I'm like, I don't like that dress. I don't know why I bought it. Um, but yeah, I wore my senior dress twice because I was like, I'm getting the usage out of this one. I'm not buying a whole new dress. Like, so Bella's not, and, but Jess and the other girl, I can't remember her name. They want to go and get prom dresses and they're like, hey, Bella, we need your opinion. But Bella's like getting suspicious at this point about the Cullens. And because Jacob talks about something called like the cold ones and all that. So she gets a little suspicious. So she Googles like books about the cold ones and she finds that there's a bookstore nearby where this dress shop is. So she goes and she's like, I'll meet you guys at the restaurant later on. I just got to go get this book. Why the fuck did you decide to leave when it was getting dark? Why didn't you just say before they went into the shop, you guys get started I'll go to the bookshop and then I'll come back because then you'll come back and it's still light out. Mm-hmm. Like she did or, not this through. Or better yet, wait until they were done and then go to the bookstore together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, because essentially what happens is is that she gets this book about like you know um indigenous like beliefs about and um. As she comes out of the bookshop, she sees that these are these, uh, these drunk guys. And so be- she basically nearly gets raped. Like, And then Edward, out of nowhere, <laughs> in his fucking silver Volvo, speeds up, swerves around, comes out of the car and is just livid as shit. Se- gets Bella in the car and like growls at the fucking guys <laughs> and leaves. And then in the car, he's like, you better tell me something to calm me down because I'm about to go back there and whoop their asses. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> is happening. <laughs> she's straight up like, I don't know what's happening right now. I don't whole, know why I'm here. This whole scene, this man fast and furious around the corner. <laughs> and, and, and she's like, you should put your seatbelt on. And he's like, you should put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Um. <laughs> but Bella Bella is straight up like I don't know what's happening so I don't know why this... you're telling me to calm you down because I don't know why I'm here it's like <laughs> Edward do you know how to social this man... I just can't get over because... the fact that he growled like, this man... God, but it's like they hiss they hiss later on at, at like James Victoria do they okay okay they... let me ask this question because I Listen, where did they? Do you ever see theirs at any time in these no, movies? Cause, because cause I'm in the books, not even it lie. was just said that their teeth are strong. That's how it was just said in the books. They didn't have fangs. They throw just this whole movie away now. Strong. Yeah, yeah. There's no fangs. Um, That's my like 
that's my just like stopping point. Just throw it away now. Where's the fangs? Well, where's the fangs? No, because I not even um, like I like every time they like kind of like growled or like you know the the scene at the end where like they he bites. Well, I was like not even like I was looking at the teeth. I was like, where are these bad boys at? Where are these, where are these fangs at? at? And then I don't see them, and I'm like, do they just not show them? Like, do they have them? They just don't show them until later on in the series. Cause I was waiting. Cause I was like, yeah. I was like, nine will I like if Edward showed Fangs, I'd be like, it's, it's, I'm done. This is it. Add another white yeah. boy to my list. I don't know. They, t- to be honest, like I'm gonna be completely honest about. I don't think Twilight is like the best version of vampires. Oh, it's I, I, it's definitely not because I don't think that she fleshed them out enough as a species she was like they're cold they're pasty let me uh and then she like forgot to look at her notes and she was like glitter i think they glitter like i think they you know sparkle i think i I read that somewhere but uh but moving on from that point um basically this is this is when they kind of get a little bit close and they they kind of admit that they have an attraction to each Mm. other um spicy and basically on their way back because meanwhile again james laurent and victoria kill another dude but this time it's charlie's friend so charlie's like uber upset about it and on their way back like uh edward and bella go into the police station and you know kind of split up there but this is when bella starts to piece everything together and is like he's a vampire like straight up he he, he a vampire can i s- and also say that bella just doesn't give a fuck half the time like this oh my god no she doesn't care. this man literally was like i can read people's minds and she's just like okay like if okay like if someone like i just recently started talking to was like hey I can read people's minds. I'm going to start judging. I'm like, are you good, sir? Like, do you need help? What you number am I thinking? Well, obviously, at this point, she he can't hear her thoughts, so it wouldn't work. But I was somehow playing it out. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> Jessica, Edward over here says he can read minds. I don't believe it. Think of a number between 1 and 10. Go. Yeah. And then see if, he, if it works out or something. But she's just like, okay, that's fine. What's wrong with me? Yeah. He, he points that out, though. He's just like, I just told you I could read minds, and you're just like, what's wrong with she me? She don't give a fuck. Um, but then when, basically, she figures it out. She figures out he's a vampire, and then goes to school, and there's apparently a woodland next to the fucking school or some shit. And she stands, and this is the, the famous scene, yeah, you, you're cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't eat or drink. Yeah, yeah. Say it. I said that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Why did I smell sound like Cartman from Silver? <laughs> I don't give a shit, Cartman. I don't care. <laughs> and he's like, "Are you, are you scared about that? Because I'm a killing machine." And she's like, "I don't really care." And he's like, "Let me show you how evil I am." And it takes us like to this fucking mountain. <laughs> and I was like straight up, it takes her to this mountain. And is like, this is how monstrous I am. And shows that he sparkles in the sunlight. Like, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, like if someone, fuck? like, if, like, if I had never read the books, never seen this movie before today, I would have, I was expecting this man to be, like, some hideous monster. Like, he just wanted, like, he, like, took her somewhere so no one else could see, just in case, since it was so close to school. Like, I was expecting him to, like, turn 
into like this hideous creature and then he just sparkled and he's like look at me i'm hideous Uh, (laughs) and it's like sir you just look beautiful you sparkle you sparkle you're like a schwalski crystal like what's like what's wrong like what's and he's like i'm i'm a monster i could kill you any minute and she's like that's cool yes that's okay (laughs) i'm risking it all for you and he's he's basically explaining the vampire like how it works and he's like i have killed people before straight up like i've murdered people and she's like i don't care but come on now listen if this was any old typical like if this legit was real, you know whoever high schooler this was would risk it all. I will risk it all. That's because you uh pine over white men. Um <laughs> if you're a vampire, a plus. <laughs> if you're a white man, but also if you're a vampire and a white guy, oh, <laughs> Marie is yours. Marie is your future wife. Uh oh. your future yeah. I love the fact that every time you take a screenshot of your friend group chats, uh, they're just like, what is it with you and these pasty ass white men? Yeah, it's a joke now. Like, it's, I, and it's like, it's, it's one of the things where, like, I can post a person of color and get no reaction from them. They're like, oh, that's nice. And then the second yeah. I post a white guy, what is up with these greasy ass white men? And I'm like, I just posted, well, what is his name? The guy, um, the guy that plays, ah, uh, shoot, L in the shitty Death Note version. Ah, I forgot his name. He plays the guy in Sorry to Bother You. It's, ah, oh, I forgot his name. Anyway, I posted a picture of him in the group chat and I was like, he's fine. And they were just like, okay. And then I post a picture. I don't even know who I posted, I think, after that. I think I posted, like, um, Sebastian Sanders. It probably wasn't. It was some other guy, but like Sebastian Stan, and they're just like, "What is up with you and these white guys?" And I'm just like, "I literally just posted a beautiful black man in this group chat, and y'all said nothing." And I post Sebastian Stan, and y'all like th- flip a table and you're like, "A white man again." But it seriously is mostly white men. I know. I'm so- um, like you came out of this film, and instead of saying mm, that was a bit, that was a shit film, you said, "I think I have another white man." I, I'm literally, literally, like halfway through, I'm like, "Listen, one percent, Robert Cullen. Pattinson is fine in this movie. Just one percent." You're just like, "No, you, the whole hundred percent. You're just lying." Oh, I would, I would fuck Robert Pattinson. Like, I'm just straight up, <laughs> straight up with. But basically, uh, he's like. I'm evil and she's like I honestly don't care she condones murder um basically they, they kind of admit that they kind of like each other even more so they kind of become a thing and then literally the next morning they go into school together and everyone's staring at her like staring her out the Cullens are so closed off for the rest of the school that the idea that that anyone is talking to them at all is weird. So everyone's staring Bella down, like, what the fuck is going on here? And he's like, I'm going to hell anyway. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And then... <sighs> I just like it how kinda, also know. Edward is like this... He's like the only one rebelling, kind of. Like, he's like, he's starting to not give a fuck either. Like, he's like, I'm single. 
We can't turn anybody. Ready to mingle. Let me just get. Let me just date someone from my school while we're here, yeah. and I'm gonna break her heart. Essentially, in th- this is what I was saying to you earlier. Like in Midnight Sun, that that there's like this whole thing near the end of the book where he's just like, I'll break up with Bella like eventually, and then she'll just have this nice memory of this guy that she dated in high school. Like the entire time, he is thinking about breaking up with her. <sighs> it's just so sad. But basically. Going over the the film, I'm not gonna go over every scene, but over time, they she is invited to go meet the Cullens, and the Cullens are trying to be polite and they try and make her food and um everything like that. Rosie's pissed off about that, of course, and she meets the family. Alice is like, we're going to be best buds. I saw that in a premonition. I I saw that. We're going to be besties. And this is the iconic scene. Hang on, it's a spider monkey. <laughs> like, I can't even get that out. He was just like, hang on, spider monkey. And I like how that was, I think, I think that was like improv. Like, that wasn't a line. Oh, wasn't it? Oh, that's I think it was. I think they literally told him to say whatever. And he just said it as a joke. And it stuck. And I'm just like oh no imagine doing that scene like several times because obviously like just to make sure you get the right shot and every time he says something different and that's the one that they chose hang on (laughs) spider monkey i was done like i forgot all about the scene before i saw before i watched this last year and i was like this man literally was like i got it hang on spider monkey and just zooms through the trees i will say that the one thing that really makes me cringe even harder than some of the lines in this film is how they portray them going quickly like it's just like a little it's like (laughs) it's not like it's literally like they're still at the top but their legs are going (laughs) and like he's climbing this tree and it's not like even he's actually reaching it's like like he's just touching it and then climbing yeah, no effort at all and again skipping over a little bit the next best scene is the baseball scene best scene the best scene i will say that this is when i kind of crushed on jasper but then had to remind myself that he's a confederate soldier uh was that bit where he does the baseball bat? you mean that bit where uh robert does the, the baseball <laughs> Like, toon, toon. That bit was so hot to me. And I love Alice in this scene because every time she's that she's going to bowl this kick. ball perfectly. And she does it. And I love the fact that Esme is like, okay, she can't run fast, bless her. Like, but she can tell if they're out or not. And she makes, she makes, like, she says that Rosalie's out and Rosalie takes it fucking personally. <laughs> Rosalie's like, this bitch is, this bitch got me out. This bitch it's like no Rosalie you were just out you were out that <laughs> don't know what to tell you and everything seems like it's going great and all of a sudden uh lo and behold the three assholes arrive okay what's his name Lawrence he wasn't really that much of an asshole no he was being polite like he, he polite. literally was just like he even gave him a heads up too which was nice like yeah, he didn't yeah. have to do that but he did so I say out of all of them He's, like, the nicest one. Like, he's like, all right, I see there's a commotion about to start. We'll back off. Like, he's a gentleman. And then uh, Victoria, you can tell, is unhinged. But she's, like, pretending to be cool. James just doesn't give that vibe. He's just like, I don't care if you think I'm unhinged. Because I am. I'm a, uh, I smelt something delicious. 
I want it. What I don't understand, right? I don't understand, right? If you were a vampire, even if you weren't a vegetarian vampire, as they put it, if you did smell a human and they were hanging out with the vampires, surely you wouldn't try and eat them because they're not eating them. So why would you think that it was okay to try and eat them? Well, they said because it was a game to him. Because he's because Edward said that because of his reaction when James was like, oh, you got a little snack for me, and Edward, like, reacted that way, they said that James was like, oh, that, that girl's important to him. I'm gonna make this a game, and now I'm going to, like, it's like a cat and mouse thing. So, like, for him, it was a game, and he didn't, like, he, for, to, for, to hear him, them say, like, we don't eat humans and stuff, he didn't care. He's just like, I wanna, I'm bored. Let's play a game before we leave. I'm a eat your girl. And basically, it's now, like, save Bella time. So so Bella just wants to make sure that Charlie's okay and get her stuff and then go. This is the bit that really upset me because Charlie did not deserve this. Um, Throw Bella Charlie, away. Charlie, obviously, in the books, it was just said that Charlie and Rene, the, Bella's mum, married really young. Like, they were, like in a very early 20s so when they divorced it was quite agreed between them that, that the marriage wasn't working so it was fine but like she did feel trapped but it was like a yeah okay we'll get divorced kind of situation bella makes out that charlie was this like downbeat dad when he just didn't get custody of his daughter like that's the that's like the the hedge of it and she is horrible to this man but I understand why they had to do it. But at the same time, like, Charlie doesn't know that you had to do it. Like, he thinks that you just hate his guts. <laughs> well, I mean, never mind. I was about to say, I'm like, she could have literally said, like, hey, I'm going on vacation for the weekend. The Collins. I will be back. And then leave. Or, or just be, or just be like, hey, I need some space in a bit. I'll call you later on and just leave. She didn't have to be like, I'm just going to be trapped here like mom and then leave because I feel sorry for Charlie. Like poor Charlie. But yeah, so they're on the run and basically the plan is is that Alice and Jasper will take her to this hotel and they'll meet up with Edward after they get James off their tail and then her and Edward will go to somewhere else and hide out until James loses interest. Basically, as per usual, Bella fucks everything up. Because mm -hmm. they get to this hotel, Alice has a premonition that uh, James realises there's like a trick. They use Bella's coat to get her sent around and he realises the trick and he, she now sees a premonition that he's going to end up in this ballet studio, a ballet studio that Bella knew. Basically, literally five minutes later, Bella gets a telephone, like a mobile, her cell goes off and it's James pretending that he ha he has Bella's mum, like, as hostage. And says, you've got to come to this ballet studio and you've got to make sure the Cullens don't follow you. Um, and then I'll make sure that your mum doesn't die. Which, by the way, sorry, um, I wouldn't believe you. If he called and was like, I have your mother, but you must make sure that the Cullens don't see you leave. I'd be like, yeah, sure, bro hang up and go alice yeah i was i was I, was I feel like i would pretend that i would believe him and then i'd be like shoot on my way but then call my mom no but he had a phone oh i would call phil's phone yeah maybe the the husband and be like yo where's mom at and then he'd be like oh she right here mm -hmm. and i'd be like 
that James almost got me. And then I'll tell Allison and, like, and send them there instead. I'll just say, hey, I'm going to go there. You be in the background and attack him when he's when he arrives. Like, that'll be it. But no, Bella's an idiot. So <laughs> she goes to this ballet studio and it turns out that James just went to the house and stole some videotapes and it's Rennie's voice playing over and over again. That's what she heard on the phone. And James starts to fucking beat the shit out of her and records it so that he could send it to Edward to watch for a later day. And I was like, you sick fuck. Mm-hmm. God, Basically, nearly kills her. Uh, Edward arrives and they start to fight. Edward is like pushed into a wall and James then bites Bella. So therefore, like, is turning her into a vampire. Now, this is where I would say... Wouldn't it make for a more interesting series if for the entire series she was just getting used to being a vampire instead of not? But then there wouldn't be that love triangle that every movie like this does. I don't know. You know, every movie could be that. Every movie like this does that. They could do it. They could do it. That Jacob is still in love with Bella even though she's a vampire. And he goes, no, I mustn't. And she's like, well, I'm Let's I get it on, because Edward don't want me to you know, if it would have been different. Um, but, so, they killed James, and, and, uh, like, the thing. What I did like, though, was the tension in that scene. It was kind of like, oh, damn, he is going to murder her straight Listen, up. Listen, that, it's like that scene that I keep seeing over and over again, uh, from that movie, The Covenant with Sebastian Stan where like one of the guys just shoved him against the wall hand around his neck and I'm just like <sighs> and it's just like hand around Edward's neck like <sighs> uh, <laughs> to like calm it down calm <laughs> turn it down, it down to a one <laughs> um what was I oh yeah basically the, the film the, the film is coming to a conclusion basically they kill James Bella is turning so Edward has to suck the venom which by the way may I just Please add that if Carlisle was so concerned that Edward was not going to be able to get the venom, all the venom out and then stop when he tastes the blood, why didn't Carlisle, who does have that restraint, do it instead? It's pro- he probably was like, um, since it was Edward's girl, he probably felt like that's a crossing a boundary. Like, this is your girl. You got to do it. You brought us into this mess. You taking yourself out. <laughs> I, I, To be fair, I would have just done it. I would have been like, you do not need to taste this because you probably won't stop and then you'd murder her. And then where would that leave us? And then you, and then we would have a death girl on our hands. Like, nobody wants that. <laughs> Bella survives, though. She isn't turned. And she wakes up in the hospital. Her mum's there. And like you were saying, they spread this bullshit story that this girl fell down two flights of stairs and went through a window and nobody questioned why she has a bite mark on her arm. I just want to know, like, was this because when I walk down the stairs at places, the windows are not floor, like floor level. I think they are at the Cullen house, to be fair. Wait, did they say that she fell at their house? Yeah, she, yeah, she said that the Cullens took them back to their place to stop her from leaving Charlie. But on the way, she tripped and fell down two flights of stairs and fell through. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking it was some random building and then she just rolled and then (laughs) popped up through the window. No, it was their house. Oh. And I, I remember I said, 
that she fell through the window and then someone's like oh i said i think in my mind i was like a dog but then i'm like no it's a human bite so just some random person walking by just takes a chunk out of her wrist and keeps on going (laughs) (laughs) but if it's at their house yeah how did they how did they explain a whole bite mark like did they get creative and was like yo edward's a little kinky and he took a chunk off her arm <laughs> like who and then like i don't know they didn't they didn't care to explain that yeah we're as we're being nitpicky we're being nitpicky nitpicky i want that on a shirt i want that on the shirt sorry to be nitpicky uh but i'm gonna be nitpicky today i also like the fact that edward cannot sleep but he just pretended to be sleeping when his when her mom came in and then she leaves and he's just like sup like okay i see you (laughs) pretending to be asleep but then it's the lovely scene of the prom and she's got like me i've got my my boot boot. i i i I sympathized i was like it's hard to make anything look good when you got a big chunky boot right there you know fair enough bella but that dress was ugly disrespect on Alice, Alice. because they because were like Alice looks great Alice always looks great in this movie and then they're just like yeah she owns this dress and I was like fuck off the disrespect oh I got this from Alice stop do not disrespect that woman like that she has great taste in fashion that dress did not come from her Alice got that from Goodwill um <laughs> maybe it was an old dress that Alice just bought years ago and she thought it was cute but you know as the years go on fashion trends change and she was like she was just like i'm gonna be oh, that petty bitch and give you an ugly ass dress for putting us through this shit but they go to the prom and then it's just that really iconic end scene where they're, they're under the gazebo and it's all nice lights and and that is beautiful like that is a really pretty scene to look at that's when like bella's you could see bella's like little obsession to become a vampire kind of sparks because she's like you do realize if you just let it happen we could have just been together forever and edward's just like "Mm." like "Mm, nah also can i point out the fact that billy legit paid his son twenty dollars to go tell bella (laughs) to drop straight up went to this prom in like a shitty yellow shirt with a blue tie just to tell bella hey my dad pay me 20 bucks to say to you that you should disown him dump him and then go out with me he didn't say that but you know he probably that's probably why he was dressed up a little bit because he was like hoping that she would be like you know what I am going to drop Edward. Jacob, do you want to be my date to prom? And he's like, I'm already dressed, baby. Let's go. I'm already ready to go. And then he's like, she's like, mm, no. Like, mm, yeah, no, no, no. We're not, we not doing that. No, we're not doing that. And Edward's like, um, am I interrupting? <laughs> like, Edward's like, am I a joke to you? I'm right here. I'm right fucking here. Like, um, but yeah, so then the movie ends, and I enjoyed this way more than Dracula, but man, it is, it's still as bad. <laughs> like, part of me wants to give it, so, part of me wants to give- I gave, I gave Dracula a four, I feel like I'm gonna give this movie a six. Yeah, I was say, I said, I want to give it a six, like, a seven is too high, but six feels mm. like it's just right for this movie, because like I said, the acting 
whack. The dialogue, whack. But the plot, not that bad. Yeah, and actually the cinematography in it was nice. So yeah, I'd give it a six. I think it's good enough for a six. It's better than Dracula. I know we're going to get Oh, people, people will be coming. They'll be like, you will catch these hands. How dare you say Twilight is way better than Dracula? Like, you gonna, we going to have some angry people. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> like, people going to be, like, in the comments, like, you don't know what cinema is. How dare you? Dracula is a chef's kiss, is a masterpiece. Twilight is a hot pile of garbage. And I'm over here, like, yeah, but... What was it? I Dracula saw... Was I, I favorited it, but I don't know how far back I favorited it. But it was a post about... Um, it was on Twitter. I'm gonna see if I can find it. But they were talking about how, um, like we're in this not era, but we're like at this point where everyone looks at movies. So like, yeah, like we, it's like you know, it's because like someone was saying they're like people that seem like they don't watch movies for fun or they don't like it. Um, like for example, like for me, Sharknado. I know it's stupid, but I think it's a fun movie. But you have people yeah. who will look at it too, like, in-depth, and they're like, this is a hot garbage movie, and, like, it makes no sense, and it's like, it's just a fun movie that came out, like, you know, one summer, and they made, like, 50 movies after that. Um, but it's like, they were saying, like, how, like, a lot of people just look at movies too, is it critically? And, you know, they don't watch movies for fun, it's always gotta be like, well, like, this movie, like, this is wrong with this, wrong with it, this, and, you know it's not a masterpiece like the cinematography is not good or you know blah blah this and so like with this with twilight it's not again it's not bad like i'm not gonna say it's like a hot like i've seen worse movies than this um it's just i feel feel like it's meant for like again it was meant for like us when we were kids it was you know and we liked it at the time you know so i again i give it a six again it's not bad like i'm not gonna say it's the it's like, I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing ever, not my favorite. I mean, for the plot, it's okay. I think, like, I think with with me, it's it's one of those films, like, you can just pop it on. And it's like a slight little bit of nostalgia. It's a little, it's just a dumb film you can have on in the background while you're doing shit. Like, it's not, like, films can be enjoyable without being, like, technically brilliant. And I feel like, like you were saying, it's people just kind of got to get past this almost superiority of film. And sometimes films can just be enjoyable without being technically brilliant. Yes, some films are made like Dracula. It was made to be seen as brilliant. This is, I think that was another thing. Its ego was a little bit too big. Like this film's ego was massive. And for me, sometimes that comes off really well and it's done well and you can see why it has an ego because it's a fucking great film. But other times, like I felt with Dracula, it was like, why are you being so egotistical for? You're not that great. But it, again, if people enjoy the film, mm-hmm. let them enjoy the film. Yeah. I'm not going to sit down and fight with you to say that, sh- you know, you shouldn't like Sharknado because that's just your shit. I don't care. I find it funny when I say I'm never going to watch it and I'm going to be drunk when you talk about it. I find that funny. I'm excited for that day. If you... Oh, that's going to be a great day. If you enjoy the films, enjoy the films. You know, especially... I feel like 
if you're going to talk about it, like, I suppose, like, if it's a film about, like, whitewash, if there's whitewashing, like, if there's actually things to be critical about, fair enough. Like, if, if the film whitewashed a character or if um, it's about a, like, the one with Daniel Kaluga in it, uh, the Judas one. If if they did that wrong or they did it badly for, re- like, racial reasons, yeah, then, then you can critically assess that film. Sometimes just like a film for liking a film. Like in the film, like it's it was just made to be fun, and like I I don't know, like so it's just I feel like a lot of people exaggerate how bad the movies are, and it's like I hear, like what was it when I was telling people that we were covering this for the episode? You know, people are like, "Oh, it's such a garbage film!" Like all the movies are trash, and I'm like, I personally, I don't like. I honestly, I never really thought about, it, but like, I don't, I don't think they're trash. Because I once liked this movie. Like, I once liked the books when I was younger. So, like, at one point, I did enjoy this, like, the series. It's the nostalgia. It's it's the fact that we liked it as teenagers and watching it. And it's like, oh, my God, it hasn't aged well, but it's still funny and still entertaining. And it's, like, watching the cringe. Like, I was laughing the whole time I was watching so this movie hard. earlier. I was having a hoot. Like, every... Just any cringy scene, the dialogue, this Edward being weird. I was cracking up the whole time, and I'm like, it's funny at this mm-hmm. point. Like, it's just let it's it so, let it be what it like, is. Like, it's so bad that it's funny, and it's like the the fact that I liked this at one point. The fact that there was like an army of people straight up, like def- like this was like a cult film at one point is very funny to me but no i mean i i enjoyed the film i think sometimes you just gotta like a film for liking a film but i feel like that's dependable on what the film is like but at the end of the day if people like a film they can like the film if 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 they don't like a film that's their critique but you shouldn't disarm or like demean someone's preferences for film it's like that's how like i that's how i used to think with music when i was younger if someone said a band that i liked was trash like i would and it was weird because like i would get so like upset and i would try to like get them to change their mind about it i'm like what are you talking about they're so good and then like when people would say like when it came to like was it taylor swift or justin bieber and you know people would be like oh they're gar- such garbage like artists and stuff and i at one point i used to say that too but listen i bop to uh bad blood and sorry all the time now like like they're not like and so like i and like as like i guess getting older i'm just like people like what they like you know if they don't like a group you don't like that's fine that's their opinion and it's like if you don't like a group they like that's fine like you don't have to like the same and the thing same could be and the same film. with movies is like like you said if you don't like heart that's good it's like i like heart but it's totally fine that you don't like it you know like for me i don't like drama movies that much or romance unless if it's like a rom-com then i'll watch it but like straight up romance and drama, I don't really like. But like if someone else likes it, that's fine. Like I'm not gonna fight you if you don't like Sharknado or Marvel films or anything. Like Marie, no Sharknado is fucking trash. <laughs> fight me, bitch. Gonna catch these hands. Gonna catch. Taking the plane right now. Tra- <laughs> it's like when I said that I didn't particularly enjoy Last of Us Two. Like I didn't enjoy it. I think the gameplay beautiful, graphics stunning, story was shit. I still didn't. I still didn't finish it. However, (laughs) 
However, if someone else thinks that it's the game of the century, that's their opinion. I'm not going to hate them for it. I'm not going to belittle their own self that they, um, you know, like the series that much. I, you know, it's it's there at the end of the day. It's their choice. I still think that Twilight is better than Dracula, but I mean, I'll have a discussion with someone why I'm wrong, but then I'll still have my own opinion by the end of it. It doesn't matter. It's It's literally moving images on a screen <laughs> that's what it is at the end of the day so but i think we should leave that there uh, if you enjoyed this episode please give it a like and comment down below uh movies that you want us to review remember we do plan movies ahead of time so it might be a while before we get to it but it's always worth telling us what you want us to review anyway and don't forget to subscribe for the to the channel whether it's on spotify apple Podcasts, or even on youtube uh from for future episodes um and most importantly don't forget to stay hydrated to take your meds to go to therapy and most importantly stay spoopy goodbye